0: What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining me on another exciting episode of Data. My name is Brian, and I look forward to sharing with you another amazing guest today. But first, if you haven't subscribed to the show yet, please make sure you get out there and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. Now sit back and enjoy.
1: Welcome to another episode of Data, everybody. I appreciate you all tuning in. My guest today is a sales expert specializing in helping coaches build authority in their target markets for high-quality leads. He also owns a leadership and asset development business that empowers men and women to pursue greatness and truly go after their dreams in life by helping them to tap into their God-given potential. It is a pleasure to welcome Glenn Martin to Dad Up. Welcome to the show, buddy. Brian, it's great to be here. Thank you so much for having me on today. I appreciate you uh, taking the time to uh, chat with me a little bit about your dad experience and kind of what you've been going on in your world. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. Well, I was excited to be on here. Um, you know, definitely listen to your podcast and I love the guys that you bring on and, and it's an honor
1: to be here for sure. Awesome. Well, I appreciate that. Um, for my listeners, you may not know who you are. want to learn a little bit more about you. Uh, can you give me a little bit of kind of your backstory, kind of, uh, where you've been, what you've been up to, and then also, uh, about your family, how many kids you have?
2: Absolutely. Well, you know, I live in Virginia, so I live right in the Shenandoah Valley, but I actually was born and raised in Pennsylvania. So it was kind of a, you know, fun story, but ended up, you know, going from Pennsylvania, moving to British Columbia, Canada, where my wife is from. And, you know, that's where we really started our life together and where I really started the pursuit of, you know, just trying to better myself as an individual. And, um, we were married for, Almost three almost three and a half years before we had our, our first child and that's when that happened once we moved to Virginia and that's was really where we started to pursue, you know, self development, personal development and things like that, is when I really got into that here in Virginia. And I've been, you know, really in the pursuit of just seeing others, you know, come to their greatness and really be able to teaching to my children, um, really bring that into my family. It's something that I'm really passionate about. I've got two boys, so we've been married, my wife and I, my wife, Carla, we've been married two and a half, I'm sorry, seven years. And we've got two boys, a three-year-old and a one-year-old. So it's been, it's been a lot of fun. They're young and it feels like we're learning a lot, but it's been a great
1: experience. <laughs> so you got young ones that, uh, keep you guys busy. Uh, I'm sure keep, keep your away. <laughs> Keep doing life going. Um, I don't have that. I mean, I had that experience a long time ago. Both my boys are grown and older now, as I'm sure, you know, um, they're, you know, my oldest just graduated college and my youngest is, is in college now. So, uh, um, but I, I mean, if there's any bit of advice that you, that you could take away from this, Glenn, it would be, but, uh, just don't blink. Right. I mean, just take everything <laughs> in every moment of good and bad every moment because it's a journey. It's a wild, crazy ride, and uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. So, well, that's cool. Two, two little boys, man. Oh, boy. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: it's it's craziness around
2: here all the time, but I wouldn't change it. <laughs> that's
1: awesome. That's awesome. Now, um, kind of, you know, through your business life, I mean, how do you – I mean, you got to you kind of juggle on a few different things here, plus you got two little ones running around at the house. How do you, how are you balancing that time?
2: Yeah, that's a really, that's a really good question. Um, for me, it's really about, you know, time management. Um, I think that, you know, my personality is, you know, kind of just all over the place. So it's, it's been something that I really had to teach myself and, and through a lot of, you know, different books and whatnot, but really managing the time slots that I have as well as I can. And you know what, I can always do better. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, there's certain, there's certain time frames that I want to, you know, do outreach for sales. And I'll, you know, dedicate that time strictly for that. And then there's times where, you know, I'm coaching people in business, and I'm helping them overcome things. And, you know, so just setting those times and, and people knowing that that's kind of where my schedule is, it's it's made it relatively, when I say easy, I don't believe that any business is necessarily easy, but it, it's made it to where I can still dedicate my full focus in both of those areas while giving time to my family and and really being present. Yeah, you know, that's something that's really important to me.
1: Yeah, and you and you and I'm sure in, in coaching other people, you probably talk to them a lot about time management as well, um, mainly mainly time management from a business side and managing the things that you have going on within their within their business or their sales organizations. But um, time management works in every aspect of our life, whether it's business, personal health or family. So um, it's good that you have those those keyed in for sure.
2: Absolutely. I mean, I think that it's one of the biggest things. It's it's easy to talk about. It's not as easy to do. You know, And so I, I know that there's, there's times where I talk to someone and it's like, that was a day that I felt like I didn't manage any of my time. Right. You know? <laughs> right. So it's a constant, right. it's a constant learning experience, but it's, it's been fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, time management has always been a juggle for me as well. I mean, both my boys, I coached all their teams that they played on. I participated in everything that they did in their lives. Plus I, you know, working in corporate America, plus, you know, I mean, just, I was putting myself through school too. And when they were younger, very young, I was putting myself through school. So I had all those different things going on. um, So I can imagine uh, that uh, it is a struggle, but if you're willing to take on that task and that role and you want to be the best dad you can be for your family, you'll make it happen. I appreciate the vote of confidence. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, well, cool. Well, I feel like Jay. I could probably be interviewing you. You've got all the dad experiences, right? <laughs> uh, I was just, uh, I was just on a podcast just last week uh, uh, called Pretty Punk Podcast, and, and it was, a, it's a parenting podcast, but um, they wanted to uh, kind of get my take on on fatherhood, so it was kind of a cool, cool experience. But uh, yeah, it's, that is cool. I get questions all the time, but you know what? I'm not, I'm not perfect. I mess up daily. Um, I'm just, I'm still figuring it out as I go along. Uh, the important thing is you got to enjoy it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> yeah. Now through your journey as a dad, what do you think has been the most rewarding part about it? I know you got little boys, so you still have a long road ahead of you as far as being that, um, being that dad that's really involved in their life. But what do you think has been the most rewarding about it so far?
2: Well, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a high achiever, so I love, you know, I probably love the you know titles and things like that is something that at one point in my life was pretty important to me, you know, early twenties and things like that. But I I would say that the most rewarding is having someone call me dad. You know, (laughs) I think that that's, that's one of the most rewarding things. That's a title that I hold pretty dear to my heart. And, um, you know, I remember when my three-year-old, the first time he said "daddy," and it's just like, you know, you could pretty much have asked for anything at that point, right? Um, so right. that Yeah, <laughs> you know that. Um, but that that is very rewarding. Is I guess seeing the trust that they and that, that they have in me at such a young age, and understanding as they grow older that you know they're probably not going to always have that level of just love and appreciation at every aspect for their dad, but watching them learn those new things and realizing that I can really affect how they view life, how they view me um as they grow older. And you know, it's been it's been really fun seeing how my three year old, you know, already treats his mother. You know, that that to me is right. is amazing the way that, you know, he'll He'll come over and just give her a hug and tell her he loves her and he'll tell her she's beautiful. And to me, that's, it makes me really understand the phrase more is caught than is taught. (laughs) Right. So those things right there are are so rewarding. I mean, I could talk about my kids for days, but those, those are some things that I really find that are rewarding.
1: Yeah. Um, you no, know, you, a couple of good points that you brought up there, you know, just, just the mere title of dad is super, super cool to have, super important to have, and shouldn't be taken lightly, but, um, I, I'm sure you're still in that phase where, you know, you walk in the door at night and the kids come running to you, taller and out dad, and they come up and, and jump in your arms or <laughs> whatnot. Um, that, I, I hate to break it to you, Glenn, but that does <laughs> kind of fade away as they get older. Um, yeah. But, uh, if, that's just don't, don't, don't be hurt by it. That's just a normal process of them just growing up and maturing and, and, uh, and all that. But, uh, you know, I'll be, I'll be honest, my youngest son, who's he's 19 going on 20 years old. Uh, I mean, he'll just walk up to me out of the blue and just give me a hug. And it's just those, those kind of things. You build those bonds when they're young, mm-hmm. so that way it transitions to when they're older, they still have that, that really neat bond with you. Um, But trust is also important. I mean, you mentioned that. So the trust that they have in you, I mean, you're shaping and molding their life right now.
2: I appreciate that. Yeah. And that's, that's really cool of of your 19 year old son. Like that's something I definitely didn't have growing up, you know, Um, love my father, but that's something I definitely want to (laughs) see.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, dealing with kind of the the year that we've had thus far and, you know, kind of the things that you've gone through with your business and all that, what challenges have you faced as a dad?
2: I don't know if we have time for this. You know, I'm just kidding. Right.
1: Right. <laughs> no, it's, it, you know,
2: it's definitely been a challenging year in a lot of respects, but you know, my wife and I were talking about this a couple of days ago. I feel like I've learned a lot. I've I'm a lot wiser at the end, you know, coming into 2021. And so the challenges have been good as well. So what's been the most challenging? I mean, that's a that's a big question, but I would say in, in relation to just being a dad and owning a business and, and doing sales and some things like that is really just consciously staying present mentally for my children. Even when you're thinking of like the Challenges that you need to go through navigating your business, how you can help this individual through this little struggle that they're having because of, you know, something they never had to deal with before and not allowing, and I've definitely not been perfect at this, I can tell you, but not allowing that to take, you know, mental space away whenever it's like, hey, hey, daddy, do you want to get down and play, you know, toys with me or something like that and, and all you can think about is what you got to deal with as soon as you get into the office in the morning. Right. Um, that's been a, that's probably been one of the biggest challenges I would, I would say, you know, we live in a digital age and as long as we have our phone on us, that we can pretty much be doing business if we want to. And and so that can be, that's a challenge all in itself. Um, and then really right along with that, I would say the two, the two top challenges would be, Helping, helping our kids understand that we rely on God when things are crazy instead of, you know, feeling like we have to have everything under our control. And that's mm. definitely something that's been challenging for me. Mm.
1: That's, that's, that's powerful. I mean, that's really important for kids to understand. And, um, it's hard for them to grasp that when they're younger, but as they get older, they'll start to understand that, but helping them have that relationship with God, um, it will help as well. Um, I, you know, through, through reading a scripture or um, going to church or watching church online. Um, But Mm -hmm. staying, staying present, not only with God, but staying present uh, with your kids. It's important to you, for you to stay grounded in your scripture, right? But it's also important for you to stay present and grounded with your, with your kids and their, in their time, uh, in your time with them. Uh, Somebody said to me once um, that, their kids don't spell love L O V E. They spell it T I M E. So it's so, I mean, it's just so good that it's uh, true, right? Uh, kids mm-hmm. spell, they. that's how they look at love is, is the amount of time that you spend with them. So staying present with your kids is super important, especially at the age that they're at now. And you know what, it, whatever you're having that you have to think about that you got going on at the office that you got to deal with the next day, maybe, taking the time to get down on the ground and play toys or whatever with your boys um, will kind of help you relax a little bit and kind of help you get in the right state that you need to be in for that next day, whatever it is you have to tackle.
2: It always does. You know, it always does. You know, it, it, for me, it's just telling yourself, Hey, that's going to be there in the morning. You know, <laughs> right, right.
1: why worry about it tonight? Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> awesome.
1: Now, you guys, I mean, you have young ones, and as we know, or as you'll soon find out, the kids, I'm sure you know now, but your, your boys have completely different personalities. Uh, my boys do. Uh, it seems like every single parent that I talk to, their, their kids have different personalities, and they also react to things differently, especially when it comes mm-hmm. to discipline. Um, you know, for for my boys, uh, you know, my older son could take it. My younger son, he's a little bit more sensitive. So we had to structure our discipline differently. Um, how do you and your wife deal with discipline with your boys? Do your boys, uh, have different personalities and, and do you have to structure discipline differently for each of them?
2: You know, that's a really, that's a really good question. Um, definitely have different personalities. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, I think that you look at them and you're like, man, how can they be so different at such a young age, right? Already. <laughs> right. So, Yeah. I mean, my, my oldest, he very sensitive, you know, got a strong will, but he's very sensitive. And I would say my, my youngest is, I mean, I don't know exactly how sensitive or non-sensitive he is just because of, of his age, but he's he's very aggressive, very aggressive. And, (laughs) And so it's been fun. I mean, I, I, I think that's probably part of me shining through there. I, I, I think it's a good thing. Right. But, um, so really, I think understanding the way they relate to things, you know, which is which is something that we, we're still learning about. As yeah. as you know, maybe you handle something in a, in a certain way, and it's, it, you can just tell that it wasn't handled right because it's still just bothering them. And and especially for my oldest, because he's, he's quite sensitive and he really wants to do what's right and really wants to make mom and dad happy, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then my my youngest. He kind of just does what he can get away with a little bit, you know? mm-hmm. uh, and so really navigating that, but helping them to know that there's boundaries. I, I guess I have a really big problem with the with the child training that's that's out there right now, where you just let the kids kind of do what they think is best because children don't know what's best. Right. Um, you know, I, I believe that children are awesome, but I think that's God gave children parents for a reason. You know, right. and And so that's something I have a big problem with. Children need to know boundaries. Children need to know where mom and dad are so that they're not insecure. And and that's something that we have really, I don't know that we do the best job, but I think we do a good job of helping them to see boundaries and then staying consistent on it. And and they find a lot of security in that, even even the different personalities, um, whether that's timeouts, whether that's, you know, whatever it is. And helping them realize, you know what, every time I do this, it's going to get the same result and I, yeah. I might as well listen to mom and dad.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, listen, boundaries are important and, and I don't care what materials you read out there that say that kids shouldn't have boundaries or kids should be given the freedom to do things. Um, the, boundaries are important because here's the reason, here's why. Boundaries are important because that sets your child or your kids up for how real life is, right? Amen. Our our kids are going to get to be teenagers. There's going to be boundaries, whether it's in school or whether it's in this brand new job they have or whether it's in the car that you got them to drive. There's going to be boundaries. Same thing with it when they get into college. Same thing when they get into their careers. There's going to be boundaries that they have to follow. I mean, they have to follow the laws, right? So. There are boundaries everywhere, so having boundaries and structure at home not only will help them set them up for later in life, but will also also help them to um, keep them safe, right? I mean, you don't want your kid – you tell your kid, stay away from the hot stove. You're not doing that to be mean. You're, there's a boundary there. Do not touch the hot stove because you get burned. <laughs> so it's, it's a safety. It's for safety, too. So um, that's good. The boundaries are important.
2: That's that's such a good breakdown of, of how you worded that. I mean, it. Yeah, I think unfortunately it's why we see, you know, kids in juvie and stuff like that. You know, it, yep. I mean, There's a lot that plays into that, so that's a longer
1: topic. But. <laughs> yeah. No, there's you're right. There's a lot of there's a lot of kids that are lost, and I and it's not necessarily their fault. It's I really put a lot of the blame on the parents because the parents didn't provide the structure that they needed. Um, to help guide them. Uh, and that's why they end up in places where they end up or doing things they end up doing that they're not supposed to be doing or be hanging around with people they shouldn't be hanging out around with. Right. So, um, yeah. boundaries are super important, but, um, yeah, well, cool. Well um, as you know, kind of this, you got a successful business, you, you're, you're kind of, kind of taking the charge and leading the front as far as um, on the sales side of things. And, Trying to take care of your family at the same time, but what lessons do you hope your kids learn about success?
2: That's a phenomenal question, Brian. And I want my children to understand that success, or, or pursuing the best version of yourself, pursuing you know the best that you can be in whatever endeavor that is. It's not always going to be easy, but it's always mm-hmm. going to be worth it. I. You know, talk to people sometimes in business, and they they want instant results. They want something to happen instantly, or or it's not good for them. And I believe that's a that's a failure. You know, to think that way. I I, I want my children to understand that just because something doesn't happen in the time frame that our minds say it is, that that's that's us. You know, really learning our success quotient. It, it's us building that out, right? Um, So I want them to learn that I want them to know that it will be worth it and I want them to also to learn to never quit I think we we live in a society where you know there's a pandemic but I believe the real pandemic is people quitting on themselves people giving up when they should never give up
1: right right yeah the um kids kids do need to understand that you're right. And that's great that you're going to, you're trying to or going to be teaching your kids that kind of, uh,
0: mm-hmm. that
1: kind of uh, goal, I guess you could call it. Um, my, I mean, the same thing with my boys. I, I mean, I've had experiences through my boys' lives that they, that they felt that they deserved something or wanted something. And it, and I had to tell them, Hey, you have to work for it. Just like anybody else, yeah. especially on all the teams that they played on, they wanted to make a certain level and they wanted to be at a certain level on a, on a team. You're going to have to work for it. You're going to have to prove yourself. You're going to have to prove that you're capable. You're going to have to prove to everybody else that you can, that you deserve that spot. And if you do, then you'll get it. And if you don't, then you work harder for next time. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Very cool. Um, if I were to, if I were to ask your kids, I know they're young, but if I were to ask them, tell me something about your dad. What would you hope that they would say about you?
2: Wow. That's a deep question. (laughs) Right.
1: Um, really
2: so I mean, what I would want them to say about me is, you know, if, if someone was talking to them and they're my age, let's say, I, I want them to be able to say, you know what, daddy loved God and he always loved mom. There was never, never a question that he loved our mother and that they had a good relationship and we were always a priority to him. Those will be the three things that I really, that I really want my children to be able to say about me is ultimately I had my alignment in the right place with God. And, and, you know, they, they didn't have to wonder, did, did, did daddy really love mom? You know, um, I want them to know, but I also want them to know that they always were a priority to me. I just, you know, I, I would rather keep that in perspective than, you know, anything else is. Even though he's busy with his work and things like that, we were important enough, you know. Regardless of what was going on there, he always took time for us.
1: Mm. Mm. That's good. That's good. And and you're right. Um, you want your kids to know that, that you loved your wife. You loved their mom, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because I know you've heard it. And we've talked. I've talked about it on the show many a times. But our kids are always watching everything that we do. Um, not so much about what we say, it's more about what we do, right? So how we treat our wife, how we treat their mother is super important because they're watching that. That teaches them how a woman should be treated. And you know, the roles are reversed too. If if they're watching how your wife treats you, because it teaches them how a man should be treated. Um, so it's super important. And then you guys leading you and your wife together as a team leading on the front, as far as, um, showing them the relationship with God is super, super important. Um, but you know what, Glenn? I think you're right. I think that they would say all those things because you're showing it and the stuff that you're doing and the stuff that we've talked about. You're showing it. You and your wife both are, uh, so that's cool. So I'm I'm really pleased with, you know, what you're doing as a dad, and and uh, and uh, I know your kids are as well. I really appreciate that, Brian. Um, you know,
2: I I know what you've done as a dad just from, you know, kind of learning to know you over the last several months, and and I definitely you know, aspire to do things that you've done
1: and that I can see, you know, in your family. Uh, Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, If my listeners wanted to look you up, kind of learn a little bit more about you, what's the best place to do that? And then what do you have coming up uh, that you're looking forward to?
2: So if if someone wants to connect with me, probably Instagram is probably the best way to to really find me. And, And my username is at Glenn double underscore Martin. So, Glenn Martin, but it's Glenn double underscore Martin. It's a great place to connect with me. Obviously, I'm on Facebook as well, but Instagram's probably the best spot there. As far as what I'm looking forward to upcoming, I would say probably what I'm looking forward to, to the most, and I don't want this to sound cliche, is I'm really, really looking forward to 2021. I, I really want to take the experiences, I know it's not an event, and maybe this isn't quite answering your question, but it's it's really what I, I feel, is taking the experiences, taking the wisdom, taking the things that we've gone through in 2020, and bringing those into 2021, and really being able to, whether that's through impacting other people, whether that's for myself, making it a year that I can look back at it and say I've grown in, you know, health, wealth, and relationships, right? You know, and and that would be, that's really where, you know, I'm excited to to grow through another year, but understanding it from more of a wisdom standpoint, I'm really looking forward to it. Awesome.
1: Well, very cool. Well, Glenn, look, it's been a, Super a great time having you on. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to uh, chat with me a little bit about your experiences and about your family. I appreciate you sharing that stuff. Um, I'm certainly glad we've gotten to connect and know each other over the last few months. Looking forward to our continued friendship, um, but I wish you and your family and your kids all the best, brother. Thank you, Brian. Again, I appreciate
2: you having me on. It's been an honor, and I look forward to you know continuing to build that relationship as we
0: move forward. Thank you so much. Well, there you have it, another exciting episode complete. My guest today certainly represents the data community very well. Continue to stay tuned because my shows with amazing guests comes out every week. You don't wanna miss out. Please help the show by subscribing and leaving a rating. I would love your feedback. If you know anyone this show could help, please share it with them. I don't want anyone missing out on what it takes to be a great parent. If you have comments or questions, please let me know. You can message me on my Instagram page at Data Podcast. I read all your comments and respond to them all. Thank you as always for listening to the show. This is Dada.